Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. The Opinion Line on Cork's 96FM. Our conversation yesterday morning was dominated by the story of Kay Barrett. I spoke to Claire, her sister. Now, Kay is presently in Limerick Prison, serving a sentence. Serving a sentence not because she is a criminal, but because she is ill. And Kay had committed a number of offences as a result of her illness. And Claire believes, and the family believes very strongly, that if it wasn't for a lack of services and a lack of access to services for Kay, she would not now be in Limerick Prison. And we were reminded, talking to Claire, that Judge James McNulty, in sentencing Kay earlier this year, more or less said, this is the only place I've got to send her. This is all I've got, is to send her to prison. We've got quite a few calls uh, in response to that, including one I was talking to Don O'Leary from the Life Centre, where he was saying that, look, the next Kay Barrett is sitting in a classroom right now uh, in school with problems. And they're not being met, and they're not being discovered, and they're not being spotted, and they're not being dealt with. That And that person may be as young as nine or ten. That took a, a conversation down a whole other angle. But we also got contacted, Fiona, by a, a, a person who doesn't want to be identified, but is very close to the system. Isn't that right? Yeah. Now, they weren't commenting particularly on Kay's case, but they were just saying, because we were talking about the failings in the mental health system, um, and they wanted to give the version of events for a person who is working in that system and what daily life can be like for them. And some of the details were quite um, harrowing, really. Um they said that they work in the Mercy Hospital and they have to say that the mental health service in this country is quite good, but a person has to work with them too. St. Michael's unit in the Mercy is full of dedicated professionals who work tirelessly to help everyone that comes through their door. It's not an easy job and they suffer from constant verbal and physical abuse. The staff of St. Michael's unit have had some of the most dangerous patients to deal with. I've seen patients set themselves on fire. I've seen a patient set a bed on fire with another patient in it. I've seen patients attack staff and try to do serious harm to them. That's only a portion of what the staff of St. Michael's deal with on a daily basis. These examples are just from St. Michael's unit, not even the emergency department, which can be even worse. There are failings in the mental health system in this country, some very serious ones that need to be addressed, but the general public has no idea what goes on in an inner city walk-in hospital. 
Yeah. It goes on to say then, I've seen the emergency department staff save the life of a man overdosing on heroin and when he came back to his senses, he attacked the staff for ruining his buzz and said that he had to go out and buy more. So Michael's unit has 24-hour security in the unit because it can be that bad. I have to say that all the staff give 100% every minute that they are on shift and they should all be commended for the work they do especially the emergency department staff because they have some of the worst things to deal with and they never stop caring for each and every patient from the second they put on their scrubs to the minute they walk out the door at the end of their shift. Unfortunately, some people do fall through the cracks in the system and that has to stop. A lot is also about funding. The resources aren't there for the staff. One example, there is only one on-call psych doctor for the Cork region for evenings and weekends. That covers a vast area and a number of hospitals. It puts staff and patients at risk if you have to wait hours and hours for a doctor to make an assessment. In my experience, the longer it takes for a patient to talk to a doctor, the worse they get and that puts everyone at risk. The situation can escalate very fast. If more funding was there, a psych doctor would be more readily available. Issues are there and they need to be resolved before more people don't get the help that they need. So that's a very um, detailed response that came in to us yesterday from somebody who works in the Mercy Hospital and um, I suppose it just gives... Uh, an idea um, of what people who work in the system are going through all yeah. the time. Yeah, they're, they're overworked and overrun mm-hmm. in there and we should always think of them too. Thanks for We had another message which I'll read in, in a minute but just on top of this comes a report from the Irish Nursing and Midwives Organisation uh, calling for a zero tolerance approach to attacks and assaults on staff figures that they've done a, a collation of figures they've looked back at numbers starting at the start of 2021 and coming to the end of July just gone and in that time a total of more than 7300 assaults took place against staff over 4400 of those assaults were against nurses it breaks down to a dozen a day or more assaults on people in the health system and the Irish Nurses and Midwives Organisation said that one effect of staffing shortages was that people get terribly impatient when they're left waiting for hours, maybe even days, in the wrong part of a hospital waiting for a bed. They get upset and they take it out on the frontline staff. The last people they should take it out on, but they're the ones there in the firing line, as it were. Michelle Kingston is with the Irish Nurse and Midwives Organisation and a nurse in CUH. Michelle, the last person you should take it out on is the poor misfortunate person in front of you, but that's the person who gets the brunt of it, isn't it? Good morning. Good morning, PJ. How are you? Um, well, unfortunately, that is the case. And it's, um, oh, for as long as I'm working, that's that in, in the emergency department, you know, it's it's ongoing and I'm like I'm the 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 figures that the INMO produced like if that's 4,400 nurses in that length of time like over 15 years how many nurses is that you know mm-hmm. like it's you know and you know it's put up with <laughs> you know and the 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 general public they don't know what frontline staff you know, have to entail, you know. Um, 
and it's it's you know both it's it's more verbal really i suppose um yeah verbal um it can be physical um it has been physical i've known cases where it's been physical in cuh you know but um you know it's it's about time that the zero tolerance mm. really you know uh, approach have you have you felt the brunt of it yourself michelle personally Oh my God, I have, I have. And you know, as I said, like you, you become, you, you get used to it, you know, and, and you, you like, I suppose when you've got patients waiting for hours, you, you're, you're empathetic towards them and, you know, and, you know, before COVID, um, especially before COVID, when you when all the visitors were allowed in, and especially in the emergency department, you could have about twelve members around one trolley, just say, and you could get we could be in the middle of handover, and you get abuse, verbal abuse. You know, that's on that's and that's minor, <laughs> you know. But or you commit sight and triage. I mean, a colleague of mine was cornered in sight and triage, you know, which is very scary, you know. Um, is the first person you see when you go in to see where you go into the waiting list, isn't that right? Absolutely, yeah. yes, exactly. You know, and it's and you're in a room on your own. Now it's it's in, in COH. Now it's it's all glass. It's it's it, we've changed the the um, structure of the the, oh, the A and E. Very good. I was triaged myself so, a number of years ago after a fall, and it was a young nurse who triaged me, and I was limping. Oh, that's me. I wasn't. <laughs> could have been. I, it was limping, but I wasn't falling over and I wasn't bleeding, but I was limping. And she spoke to me. She said, "Look," she said, "You're going to be seen, but you're going to be waiting a while." I said, "Fine, I have." A book. Yeah. I have a book and a bottle of water. I'm grand. Do you know? Yeah. Yeah. I'm sure you meet a lot of yeah. people who go, "Why? Why?" You know? Yeah, and like, and we always like, like that. You now we do. We always, ex, you know, explain and say that, you know, you will be waiting. You know. However, you know, the wasting time at the moment is how many hours, whatever, you know, and, you know, a lot like, you know, in all fairness, a lot of people are very understanding. But you, yes, you do get, you know, the, the irate people who are waiting, you know, I'm here two hours, you know, and then, it, you know, it's, it's, but, you know, you get so used to it, PJ, you know, and that That's shouldn't the sad be the case part, either. It's very, very, very yeah. sad to hear you say that. You get used mm. to it. In what, and maybe mm. after this, in what other workplace? Would you be expected to get used yeah. to people turning on you? Yeah, none, none. Like you wouldn't really, if you think about it. You know, it's it's and and it is sad. And you know, and actually, while you know, when I was when you were talking there before I came on, like, and you know, I was thinking about it. I think, God, oh, I'm used to it, and that shouldn't be the case. You wouldn't put up with it at home if your teenager was, you know, mm. giving you, you know, back chat or something like that. You know, mm. but you know, you put up with it in work. But it's 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 kind of now. It's not that management expects you to put up with it or anything like that. It's not. It's not even that. It's. It's. I suppose you know. There's. You know. There's a part of you saying like, should God help us? Like they're waiting. You know, and you know, X amount of hours or whatever. Mm. But that doesn't. You know, mean it's okay. Yeah. You know, I'm, I'm, I'm fond of quoting. Uh, the words of my friend Chris Luke. Uh, he, oh. he says many times, difficulty makes people difficult, which I think is a fantastic yeah. thing. But I guess the difficulty making a person difficult is exacerbated 
by a shortage of mm. staff, it's exacerbated by very mm. long waiting. You can see why someone mm. who's in pain and discomfort sitting there for eight hours, you can see why they get hot under the collar, Michelle. Well, you, yes, you can, you know, and that's, and I suppose that's where you get used to it, you know, yeah. like, because you, there are the sick people who, and do you know something, PJ, to be honest with you, the, the actual, you know, and I'm sure a lot of my colleagues would would say the same, that it's the sick patients are the ones who are quiet. Do you know what I mean? They're the ones that don't complain. It's yes. the ones with the sore toes or, do you know, who, who really like a trip to the GP would have sufficed like you know it's so the ones, glad you're going down this road you know I'm so glad you're going down this road <laughs> because I remember being in a um, number of times through the hospital with, with my dad God rest him and he hated oh. going through the emergency department because he was afraid of waiting but my dad yeah. was very sick he never gave yeah. an ounce of trouble yeah. to anybody but, but around us yeah. was people with a sore toe, literally a sore toe. Yeah, yeah. Who could quite yeah, handily yeah. have gone to their GP or to South Dock, and they're Absol- screaming blue. Oh, do you know, look, absolutely, or looked after themselves at home. But look, that's <laughs> that's not for me to say. You know, but yes, there common are. Sense you know, says it, you Michelle, do you common sense? Do you know? <laughs> You know, common sense prevails, though. Do you know, I know what I mean? I know, like, I know. You know, and but but people, but and it's amazing then, PJ, because you get the fine weather and you get nobody in. You know, bar the sick patients, like yeah, the really sick. You know, yeah, really sick. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> but it's a, that's 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 there for us as long as A and E is there. We, we <laughs> you know? can we can laugh, I suppose, but also I guess well, there is every time you get out of your car, hang up your jacket, put on your scrubs, and walk onto that floor. There is a there is a chance that you'll be attacked or injured. That's a real chance. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, and like you know, and and you know, it could be from a patient who's got dementia. Yeah. Who do you know what I mean? Like you know, it could be, and like no, you know, that's completely different. Like, but Indeed. still, at the same time, it could still happen. Yeah, <laughs> you know, like you know, it's it's that's part of that's part of my your, the the daily life of a nurse. Like that part, you know, but if you're inside in triage or it, it, but it depends if you're working in, at night time, you see, I suppose like the difference between, I suppose the COH and, and the mercy, the mercy do get, you know, the, the inner city, you know, um, a lot of the inner city um, patients, mm. um, whereas you know, so they look at they, you know, whereas we wouldn't see, we, we wouldn't see them, if you know, right. um, but but we do get our, you know, our, our fair share of you know individuals that are you know do cause havoc, like you know, I mean, I can remember one one case there at night time, um, and our security men were were attacked and inside in the department, and the patient broke windows and doors and the whole lot, and this when the security was out for over a year, you know, um, you know, but like, and they're they're the you know, it's, but and then like you know. <laughs> You know, it should go help the patient, like because they're they've got issues. That that would be the yeah. you know the excuse for want of a better, you know. But like it doesn't, you know. I suppose, and, and again, I suppose because we're so used to it, which I you know that we put up with it, and we shouldn't. 
Now, Do you know what I mean? It's, it's, your, your union is calling for a zero tolerance approach. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. What does that mean? Like, you can't very well turn around to someone who's get, or can you? I don't know whether you can or not. Turn around to someone who's getting a bit leery at two o'clock in the morning and throw them out with their sprained wrist. You can't, can you? Well, I've, I suppose I've seen it happen. I've heard, I've heard about it. I, I mightn't have seen it, but I've heard it. Like if, if you've got a patient who's threatening, who's got threatening behaviour, like the guards are called, you know, and if they're called, if they're being, if they're being, you know, um, um, I suppose if they're threatening violence, you know, and you've you, like like our the security are, are are excellent, you know, and they're on they they'd be all over it, like you know, and the guards are called, but like it's like if it's a sprained wrist, if it's not life threatening, mm-hmm. you know, it's like it's goodbye and good luck, like. Has it often you know? ha- or has it ever happened that some colleague of yours or co-worker or maybe even yourself but colleague or co-worker has been attacked physically injured physically and that individual has ended up inside in a courtroom because that's where they should end up um no i've never i no i'm saying no um not as far as i know no yes my colleagues of mine have got it attacked and all that but courtroom no which is where it should no, end up no. i'm sorry if i go out into the street tonight yeah. and i attack someone in the street the chances mm. are I end up in the district court, and rightly so. If I walk into a hospital mm. emergency department tonight and draw a clout mm. on a nurse or a doctor or mm. a reporter or anybody, that's an assault, and I should be brought before the court for it. Mm. Yeah, yeah. Well, I suppose it, it, it's, you know, and that has happened. I mean, the the, the threatening behaviour, now whether the, now I've not, I, do you know something now, I suppose, over the years, there's so many different you know, um, different stories and whatnot, you know, of, of, you know, different, um, like patients, like we could have patients who are known to us. Yes. Who, who have known, known mental health problems and we know how to talk them down. Or, you know, that their threatening behavior isn't really them, you know, or, you know, it's... They're they're another category entirely, I think, Michelle, to be fair. Yeah, they are. Well, they are. But but they could still, but you see, but PJ, the thing about is they could still, they could still be verbally and physically, um, you know, abusive. Do you know what I mean? So, like, I suppose it's the case of where do you draw the line then? Do you know, if you've got a young nurse, like, if you're the young, a, young, a newly qualified nurse who's, like, you know, 21-year-old and they're faced with a 45-year-old, like, like I'm saying 45-year-old, but, like, somebody with mental health issues and they're, they're threatening behaviour and they go to give them a clout. Do you know, like, is it okay to say, but poor Johnny has mental health issues, you know? Mm. is it okay for him it, and it doesn't matter about, like I'm not it doesn't like 21 year old doesn't matter if they're 21 41 51 mm. you know it's, it's zero tolerance uh, like really you know across yeah. across the board but I think you know I because think the, the saddest part of our conversation we've been talking for quite a few minutes now I think the saddest part Michelle is well you're kind of used to it that's the saddest part yeah that's yeah. the saddest part. Yeah. Michelle, thank you very much. I'll leave it there. Michelle Kingston from the INMO and working as a nurse in CUH for quite a number of years. 7,000.
300 assaults on staff between January 21 and July 22. 4,400 of those on nurses. If I was related to, if my daughter was a nurse or my son was a nurse or anybody belonged to me was a nurse and, and someone drew a clout on them in an emergency department and hurt them, then I think I'd be dragging that person into court because that's an assault. I, I think it's shocking. It's just me now. I think it's shocking that people have been hurt in the course of their work and attacked in the course of their work and physically injured in the course of their work. Courts 96 FM. Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable. That's why Quinn's is the place to score high-end essentials at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince, they exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.